they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Monday, February 5th, 2024, and this is episode 626 of the Lots Project podcast titled Lots of Hiking. I'll be chatting about the weekend, the activities from this weekend, a general observation about this area here in Tennessee, and a plan is forming plus lots more. Good morning. Good morning. Let's check in with the coffee crew and see who's hanging out. Grab a cup of coffee and hang out for about an hour as I fix um, Odyssey here. Weird. Weird. Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey looks like the stream's messed up. So give me two seconds. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Uh, Gingerbread Farms in the chat early first. May not have signal during the show. He's going to be between Cadillac and Manistee. Manistee? Anesty sounds close enough. Uh, no signal. Pickle Pete still up from last night, posting pictures online of himself having a good time. It appeared that old Pickle Pete was having a good time last night for sure. Jim, good morning. Seems as though you got your squeakers fixed. That's good. Pip asks if, uh, if it was Mark Twain that says uh, golf ruins a good walk. I don't know about that, but I know they named it golf because all the other four-letter words were taken. <laughs> morning, Rewilder Life. Rachel, how are we doing this morning? And uh, Pip says, sipping on some kind of Keurig brew. I'm not exactly sure what that is. I'm not sure what that is. Hunter swinging in over on Twitch. Good morning, Hunter. How are we doing this weekend? This weekend, excuse me, it's Monday, I guess. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Monday. How are we doing, K-Bonk? Thanks for stopping. Let me get another cup poured here. What's in the cup this morning, by the way? Might as well, while I'm pouring it in. Um, uh, <laughs> GSD, GSD. Obviously, it hasn't uh, hasn't hit the brain yet, but Get Shit Done Blend was the... The first blend made up by by myself and and Brian at Food Forest Farms, we um, worked on that for a little while, but not not long, not long. He, uh, I kind of described it to him. I told him what I wanted, and bang, it uh, it showed up at my door, and it was perfect. We put a label on it, and it's been for sale ever since. It's good. It's good. A little higher end on the caffeine without any extra caffeine added. Super light roast, but. Uh, Sits well, sits well. It's for that guy that wants to drink it in the morning and have a little extra bit of a buzz going into the day to uh, to get shit done. Thus it was named, GSD Blend. Uh, Hunter says, great, he slept a lot this weekend. It was amazing. Sometimes you got to do it, man. Sometimes you got to do it. I was thinking, I was thinking this morning while I was laying in bed and really didn't want to get out. Because we kind of shifted our weekend um, schedule a little later this weekend. We were going to bed like a lot later than normal, like an hour and a half or two hours later than we normally get. Uh, we lay down. And um, so we got up later. We slept in a little bit. And I don't know if that's a, a net gain. Like, I don't know if you get to stay up later and then, oh, you got to sleep in. I think it's all cumulative. But it really... It really made me not want to get up this morning at uh, at five, and I laid in bed. And I was like, "Man, I used to uh, I used to 
have all these weird sleep schedules, like uh, bartended until four in the morning or actually later than that, got out and and got home at, you know, five, six in the morning, slept for a little while during the day and then got up and, and my day was like overnight. I also had jobs where I, I got out at 11 at night and you get home and you don't go in until two in the afternoon. And it's it's so weird. It's it's so <clears throat> it's it's especially if you're on a different schedule than the people in your house. But uh, even on a, a different schedule than most of society, it gets it gets weird. <laughs> like you're out in public at two in the afternoon, but you feel like you, you just uh, you're just going to work and it's like your morning and people are already on their way home. And I don't know. I don't know. Then when you try to sleep in or or get back in on a normal schedule, uh, maybe on the weekend when you hang out with your family, you're just completely off. So I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad I can. I can kind of pair Corey's schedule that she she uses and she keeps um, she keeps pretty pretty steady. Is except this weekend. This weekend we stayed up a little late. So, um, <laughs> Pip says I can understand the odd hours when I lay down at six p.m. when everyone is up for dinner. <laughs> And then trying to stay quiet at 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we need to we need to really be in line here um in in our situation, especially because it, like if I get out of bed, the 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 trailer will move a little bit. Or if I go outside, if I go outside to take a piss, the door slams on the way in. And not only does it wake up Corey, but it wakes up the three monsters. And once they're awake, it's um, it's a it's a roll of the dice if you can tell them to go back to sleep. Like if it's close enough to get up time, um, there's nothing that's going to stop them. They just want to stay up, and they're incessant about it. So definitely, um, there has been times I've laid in bed deciding if I feel like my bladder's full enough that I can go back to sleep or not. <laughs> whether it's whether it's close enough to the time we're going to be getting up um that yeah whether uh whether i need to get up and relieve myself or uh, or not wake up the rest of everybody in this in this place so it's happened it's happened on more than one of occasion but always made it never made the wrong choice knock on wood knock on wood never uh, woke up to uh, dream of myself swimming or something silly like that so Rachel says, I don't change my schedule. My body's a clock. Yeah. Yeah. Pip says, I can hold it until morning. Well, and it's kind of like that. It's like, well, can I, can I hold, I look at my, my clock. Wow. Earthquake in here. <laughs> All of a sudden I just start shaking and I, I look over and it's usually Norman in the slide, just banging away at his head at an itch. So, yep. That's what it is this morning. Um, yeah, I'll look at the I'll look at my my clock and I I'll be like, oh, how bad do I have to go? How many hours are there to go? <laughs> so anyway, anyway, let's move on to the list of topics I got today. Going to circle back to Friday. Uh, got out of here on Friday, and um, my buddy Carrie Carrie Brown from strong roots resources was going to be heading over here. Well, he was, he was already over here on Friday morning. <coughs> we had set up, um, 
he had reached out. He was coming over to do some work, um, you know, a consult in the area over here. He's he's over uh, by Knoxville, so the other end of the state. So he was taking a trek over here to do a consult. And uh, while he was around, he was going to stop at SOE and prepare for his nature walk that he's doing during Self-Reliance Festival. Or I uh, I think it's actually going to be the day before or after Self-Reliance Festival as a four-hour uh, nature walk class, which sounds fantastic. If you're coming to the event and you um, and you want a fantastic experience, definitely keep an eye out for when Carrie lists that. But he was over uh, doing a consult. He wanted to do some prep for that up at SOE and uh, then also go take a walk around Tim's property at Delinquents Gully and, um, and take a look at this time of year. Um, Carrie's involved in that project with Tim uh, as well as I am and uh, we went out and walked the property I think it was probably in June I want to say June last year uh, so everything was kind of kind of grown in and um, it was hard to see kind of the lay of the land a lot of the stuff was hidden and uh, a lot of it was a lot of tough hiking through the the brush and things. Corey and I had been out and made some uh, some small like deer trail type uh, type paths to get around, but we also did some exploring where we went through some pretty thick brush. And you know, it's just it's hard to get a look um, when everything's grown in like that. So him being over in the area, and then Tim had also picked up an extra another five acres or more on top of um, what Carrie saw because he didn't own it at that time so we kind of stuck stuck to the 10 ish acres that that tim had currently so it was a good time for him to swing down he, he reached out saw if i was available and uh we were going out and went for a walk uh jamie from off-grid ping and his his boy joined us for uh for part of the walk but uh we swung out and uh took a big walk around the property i always enjoy spending time with carrie carrie is um is great uh a great conversation uh, very knowledgeable across the board on all sorts of stuff and uh, man get in get him talking about plants and uh, trees and um, just land design and, and that type of stuff when you're out on a property and the wealth of information you get from the guy is is just out of this world so i appreciate it every time i get to spend with carrie every time i get to walk around with him and uh, especially uh, projects that we're kind of working in tandem on see, hearing his thoughts um, either reaffirm the things I'm seeing and talking about or 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 shed another perspective on them, which is always good, is always good, especially with somebody that uh, is that experienced like like Carrie. So good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Thanks for stopping in and Backwoods Butcher. How is the how is the abstaining from nicotine going for you? Um, going well you're working out you're getting buff for uh, survivor you're getting ready why why did you why did you have to decide to go on survivor and um which made me feel like i should be in tune with what uh, is going on on survivor in case uh, in case a buddy gets picked to go on it so now i'm here watching old survivor uh to get a feel for what uh, you're going through. And I still can't figure out why in, in the world anybody would choose 
choose to put themselves in that position and not the survival position. I'm good with that. Like put me on a loan, put me on, um, put me on a loan, put me on all those, uh, the survivor programs, naked and afraid or whatever those things. As long as I don't have to deal with those fucking people and oh my God, I like, I couldn't, I have a tough time dealing with them watching it on TV. I can't imagine being there with them and then adding stressors on top of it. Like I, I, I feel as though one of the items that I would, I would stash. And if I had to stash it in my prison wallet, I would, would be a knife. So I could slit the throats of some of those people that on that show, Jesus Kyle says, I think there's we're up to over 60 emails sent to CBS casting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It would um I don't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the people for sure. For sure. Uh we we went on Prime to to check out some Survivor because we watched it way back, like season one, season three, that or like way back. Um, and it appears that we watched some of the ones on Survivor, which there's very limited seasons available. And then we got into like I think twenty four was the um, <laughs> twenty four. Season 24 was the 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 oldest one, 24 or 25, like the or the oldest, I guess the newest one, the most recent one that was on there. And so we we were getting to trying to figure out was like, holy shit, 24 seasons into this thing. Is it just as much of a shit show as it was, or has it gotten worse? Uh and they're literally they're on, I think Kyle applied for season 48. Um, so it was we're about halfway there and uh, you know, they only get worse. Like as time goes on, these shows just get worse. So I can only imagine what 48 is. So Kyle is, um, is this available for free somewhere like uh, season 45, season 46, or is this something I'd have to pay for to watch, to prepare for your appearance? Uh, but anyway, we're watching it and I'm like, Oh my God, like the challenges, the, all oh, the mental shit, the um <laughs> I practice making a fire. Yeah. Corey, Corey and I were mentioning that. It was like, how do you go on this show and not know like seven different ways to make a fire? How are people showing up and they're like, I don't know if I can make a fire? I'm like, you're going on Survivor. But we, uh, so we're watching season 24, we're getting through it, we're kind of into it, um, we're, uh, we're like, okay, well, it's on Paramount. Paramount, is that a paid thing? Like, I don't know this shit, Kyle, I don't watch TV. Like, all I have is Amazon Prime, that's all I have, I don't know what Peacock is and Paramount and all these things that I see ads for, I don't do any of that. Is it free or do I have to pay for it? If I have to pay for it, you're out of luck until you're on actually on the show. Uh, but we're going through uh, yes, Paramount Plus. I don't know what yes, Paramount Plus. Does that mean it's uh free? 
or does that mean you have to pay for it? <laughs> you have to pay for it. Sorry, not doing it. Um, so we're watching, we're watching. Do you pay for Paramount Plus just so you can watch Survivor? Please tell me yes. We're watching season 24. It's going, it's progressing. We're we're down to like five people. We're down to four people. And so the, it was going in, it was going to be the, the finale episode. There were three people, four people left. There were four people left. And I think the next episode was the, the finale. And uh, if from what I recall, I think they do like a two-part. God. Your mom, you scam off your mom's Paramount Plus, you man child. Don't you have children of your own and a business you run? And I think it was like uh, the final episode and it was like split into two. So they they go down to three people. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Uh, but I think they 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 do uh, they go down to three people in the first half, and then the they they find the winner in the second half. And Corey and I are like, oh, we'll watch this one. We'll end the night, and then maybe be done watching survival Survivor um, uh, for a while. And um, so Corey skips to the next episode. She had to use the bathroom, so she's like, oh, just let the the recap play i'll be back in time you know they always recap like the first the last five episodes in the first 15 minutes of the show and all of a sudden it's like welcome to the reunion episode um so and so just won the million dollars and i'm like wait wait what happened what happened and so i was like i think you skipped two episodes we went back fucking amazon Puts the whole season on except the last episode and goes straight to the reunion show. I'm like, <laughs> I just watched this whole whole season of Survivor to not be able to watch the last episode. What the hell is going on? <laughs> it was kind of uh kind of frustrating. Kind of frustrating. Anyway, um, <laughs> fucking survivor i can't believe survivor has become this much part of my life and i i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing thanks kyle thanks <laughs> pip says what a spoiler tease so like i was like i can't even go back and unsee it Oh man. So anyway, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie on Friday. Thanks, Kyle. Um, Carrie on Friday came out. Uh, he's having, he was having some issues with his Jeep. Um, man, he was having some issues for sure. Uh, not that it wasn't driving. It was, um, it was definitely, <laughs> it'll be a great thing when you see me running around the jungle he needs to wear the borat suspender uh this the borat suspender bikini is uh what i told him he needs to wear for the whole episode like he can throw shorts and a t-shirt or something on over it but at, at every point during the 39 days he needs to be in the borat um lime green or fluorescent green suspender thong I, 
I think if if you make it on Survivor, you have to do something to be able to see. Um, so Carrie's Jeep was having some issues. So what it was doing, it was running super, super rich, um, way more fuel than it probably should have. And he could tell by his, um, he could tell by his, uh, gas mileage that he was, uh, under half. He was under, um, I love this. <laughs> I got to hit this comment before I get to Carrie's Jeep. But uh, my MSU rifle at Mike's Homestead says, they figure if you value your time so little that you watch Survivor, you won't even realize they're missing episodes. Especially the last one. <laughs> it's not like there were 17 people and one was all of a sudden missing and you're like, when did that dude go home? This was like, this was like, uh, I don't know how many, it was like 15 episodes in, they skip one. And they go from four contestants to zero because the thing's over. Is that how brain dead America is now? That they can leave out the finale of an episode where they they've lost, they've gone from uh, sixteen people down to four, and then they go to zero and no one notices. <laughs> oh no! Oh, anyway, Carrie's Jeep. Carrie's got a. Hey, Pip, you know what Carrie's got for his Jeep? I uh, I don't even want to venture to guess. I'm not a Jeep guy. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, um, put those together with like years and ages and things like that. But um <laughs> Kyle says I'm the I'm talking all this shit, but I'm the one who texted him so much backstabbing at 10 at night. Yeah, that's because I was I was fucking playing you. I wasn't even watching the show. I'm just randomly poking at you about going on Survivor. Anyway, Carrie's got a uh, Carrie's got an older Jeep. Uh, the thing is awesome. I love it. Um, every time I see it roll in, I, I smile. I think uh, a 1990 Jeep Cherokee two door four by four. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I love it. I w <laughs> Kyle was watching it at ten o'clock. Um, so Carrie's Jeep was struggling. He wasn't sure it, it started happening before he left from Knoxville and it's like all the way across the state. So, um, he, he, he took off, he was getting like eight miles to the gallon or something. It was just something stupid, bad. Um, normally he said he was up close to 20 on the highway. And so there was obviously something wrong. It was obviously dumping fuel. Um, and he had gotten some codes read at AutoZone. Wasn't really sure what was going on. And I took my uh, VB, VPeak uh, Bluetooth scanner that I was using for my truck. We threw it on. We looked at the codes. They were they were very they were the same as the ones that he got at AutoZone. But we wanted to make sure that they they actually you know the guy at AutoZone making eight fifty an hour um, knew what he was doing. Uh, we sat and we we kind of walked through the signals on the. Uh, or the signals, the the codes, and I 
really remember having to train my brain um, when I was doing gas pump diagnostics because we got codes very similar to what you get when um, when you pull like codes on a car. Um, so when a sensor's reading lean, a lot of the times that's going to make sense that you're overusing fuel because you have to look at it opposite that the computer when the sensor went bad and i think this is what they they really came to the conclusion uh i haven't followed up too much but it seems like they they kind of verified this when he got back on saturday but basically the computer the sensor is telling the computer that there's not enough fuel because the sensor is bad the computer is telling um, the other systems we need more fuel and it just maxes out because that sensor that's telling it the fuel mix is proper is wrong. And it's saying we're not getting enough fuel. We're not getting give me more, give me more, give me more. So the code says that the engine is running lean, uh, not enough fuel. But in actuality, the the fu- the the car is running very heavy on fuel. So you have to kind of look at it and say and look at it backwards. And that was a lot of the stuff in um, in the gas pump world was the sensor is going to be the bad part. And so the reading is going to throw everything opposite through the whole system. So it's fun to sit down there and, and, and look at it. Like when we read the codes and it said it was running lean and I, I leaned down near the, the tailpipe and you could smell the fuel. Um you knew it was, it was not, but I'm glad he made it home. It was a it was a spendy, spendy trip for him, uh, blowing through all that fuel. And I appreciate him uh, taking that extra fuel to come and and have dinner with Corey and I, after we walked Tim's property and, um, and, and had an awesome walk and talk, we met up with Corey and went and got some Mexican at the Mexican place, which Corey has actually been to more than once now. Uh, so yeah, it was good. It was a good trip. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, another thing from the weekend that uh, that's interesting that uh, I'm going to follow up with today is I went down to, so Thursday, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday when I went and got the patch cable from the gas station <coughs> to do my product demo. Uh, I had mentioned that there was a service tech there trying to fix a lot of their pumps. They had, um, Backwoods Butcher says, if it's the same place we went, that place is awesome. No, this place is not where you went. This place actually serves margaritas and the food is actually better than where we went. So, <laughs> sorry. Next time you're at SRF, we'll have to uh, bring you down here, show you where we've been staying and take you to El Portillo in Saltillo. <laughs> um, so the guy was there fixing the gas station here. Okay. The gas station here has two, two dispensers on one of the dispensers. They have 87 with ethanol and 87 without ethanol. They have two hoses, two fueling positions on each side, one grade on each fueling position on the other dispenser. They have diesel, only one hose on the diesel. So the guy was there fixing half of one of the pumps and then the diesel pump wasn't working too. And, and I think I mentioned it when I, after I got that cable that the, the guy didn't look like he knew what the fuck he was doing. 
he looked lost. He looked um, confused. And I'm not saying that I've not, haven't looked that way diagnosing gas station stuff. But from what he had out, the the tools, the parts that he had out, and my limited understanding of what the issue was, he was definitely going in the wrong direction and had no idea what he was doing. Um, come to find out, he was uh, a fill-in, a replacement guy, or a new guy, or something. It wasn't their normal tech. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a tech to come out. And and I get that. I understand that. As, as being one, you can get behind and it can end up being days and days and days. And depending on the dispatcher, or depending on how big the company is, it can turn into weeks and weeks. Well, I also knew as a, as a service tech that the, the guy, the mom and pop shop with one diesel dispenser, in my opinion, even though they pay less bills, are more heavily impacted by their one dispenser being down than a bigger gas station with two or three diesel pumps and one's down. They 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 took priority in, in my head because I didn't care who paid the most bills. They're all paying the same bill at the same time. And they're more heavily affected. So I, I always tried to make it to the mom and pops. I'd go that extra mile to go to those smaller stations instead of like the the, the big quick trips or uh, Circle K's or whatever main gas station. So I feel for these guys there that their diesel's been down for, you know, over a week now and half their gas dispenser. And, and so I, I circled back on Friday on my way out to see Carrie. And, um, I said, Hey, did, uh, did they get that stuff fixed for you? And and they're like, no, still broken. Diesel's still broken. I'm like, what's, um, what's going on with it? What's going on with it? Right into tech mode, right into tech mode. And so they were telling me what was going on. I poked around a little bit on their point of sale. I said, Hey, if you guys, if no one comes out by Monday, I didn't know if they're going to have somebody come out this weekend. If there was somebody scheduled to come out, I said, if nobody comes out by Monday, I'll come back. I'll, uh, I'll poke around this weekend. I'll make some, I'll make some calls to some former coworkers. I'll see what I can come up with. And with my limited tools, I'll come out and see if I can get it going for you. Uh, so that's going to be today. That's going to be today. I shot a message to my, to my, uh, to my buddy up in Minnesota and I said, Hey dude, here's the combination of what they got. They got this point of sale. They got this type of dispenser. This is what we're seeing. Um, where should I start? And, uh, yeah, so I got a little plan, got a little plan. And then he also said, yeah, feel free to call me anytime. Uh, and we'll walk through it. We'll see if we can get it going for him. So Hopefully, hopefully I can uh, swing down to the gas station this this morning a little later and uh, do a little work, fix a little fix a little gas pump and uh, get it going for them and and hopefully uh, score some more brownie points in town here. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, I think I know what's wrong with it already. Like just just talking with my buddy and. Um, talking with him and from the experience I have, I think I have a, 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 a lead at least on what's uh, what's going on. 
Whether I'll be able to fix it or not is another story. It'll depend on how deep into the system I have to go. They do have uh, pretty outdated equipment there. So hopefully everything would be to a point where I don't need a technician ID to log in to uh, to get any codes or anything, uh, reset codes and things like that. And I think their equipment looks old enough that I should be able to just do it. Jim says I should do a live from the gas station. That would be phenomenal if they had cell phone service there. <laughs> Here in Tennessee, we don't necessarily have cell phone service and definitely don't have cell phone service enough to do a live. Um, I actually had a coworker get fired for doing a live um, on the clock. <coughs> Multiples, actually. Multiples. He was um, He was doing lives during during his shift and it wasn't even um it wasn't it wasn't even i don't know if he ever showed his company but um yeah didn't end well didn't end well for him doing social media stuff and then all of a sudden we got a blanket uh we got a blanket statement that no social media while on the clock Imagine that. Imagine that. So, um, <laughs> Jim says I could see how a company wouldn't like that. Uh, yeah, especially a company that sucks. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so that's uh, that's on the docker for today. What else did we do this weekend? We did a ton, actually. Uh, also on Friday, I got a. Um, <laughs> You're fired. You're fired for making a viral video about our company that brought in more money than you make in 15 years. Thanks for the video. See you later. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could it could turn in and be some really uh, defaming stuff really fast, uh, especially a disgruntled employee with a live camera and a uniform on and a company truck behind them. Stuff like that can go pretty sideways. Um. Mike, Mike Soapson says you have to have a job to get fired from it. Corey's going to fire me if I do a live from the gas station. Oh, no. Uh, Friday, before I went out to see Carrie, I got an email back. I've been uh, been in communication with um, Stamp Seed. And it uh, looks like we're going to be doing uh, another little partnership here with a company uh, in the crypto space. Uh, Stamp Seed got back to me. We uh, we worked out a little bit of a deal to have them send me a bunch of stuff and I'm going to uh, test it out, see what I think and make some videos and let you guys see what I think, too. But they're sending me out a stamp seed kit and some extra plates and also uh, really interesting to me and um, not necessarily just the crypto space, but into the outdoor enthusiasts, the hikers, the backpackers, the permaculture uh, I, I immediately thought of Carrie doing field work, um, gardeners, people like that. They are sending me a waterproof notebook. Now, this notebook is meant and it's set up for seed phrases. So it's already pre-lined and everything on the paper. But I'm more interested in seeing how the paper fares. Um, it's made out of something called stone paper. It's supposed to be waterproof with a pencil. Uh, so basically, I think it was said pencil. 
you can write on it with a pencil. Maybe it's pen. If it is, I'll find out when I get it. But when you write on it, it, it's waterproof, basically. I think that would be phenomenal for uh, somebody that's outside doing field work. It's intended in this use case to secure your seed phrase, be a backup seed phrase um, way to document it that um, that um, isn't going to run if it gets wet. And the stamp seed kit and plates are basically what I was, um, what I still, I still have set up here. I haven't done it, but basically making. Um, stamped stamped plates with your seed phrase on it that you can put in your safe or wherever that isn't going to burn up it isn't uh, on a piece of paper it isn't going to get erased it isn't going to uh, get washed off uh secure ways of storing your seed phrases and um i'm excited to test it out i have the diy setup with the the jig and the washers i will do that too and we'll see. We'll see what um, what the cost difference is. Uh, if you don't have a 3D printer, you don't have access to somebody with one, getting one of those jigs made could be uh, a hassle. Uh, it doesn't appear that the kits are that expensive. The, re the extra plate are definitely affordable uh, from Stamp Seed. And uh, it looks like when I get, uh, get everything in the mail and get uh, followed up with my contact there, I think I'm going to have 15% off for listeners and uh, people that watch videos and stuff. I think I'm going to have a 15% off code. So 15% off, I really puts it right in the right in the wheelhouse of affordable for sure. I think I bring it bring it down under 100 bucks for the kit, and then bring the plates down to uh, man under 40. I would think. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's going to mail that out this week. Excited to get it. Excited to try it out. Um, uh, doo -doo -doo. are there plates the four by four covers yeah there i would say they're probably um four by four four by four i think yeah pip i think it's 15 i think it's 15 percent, and then um i grab a commission off that uh i think i grab 10 percent um so you guys get a better deal than I do. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. He might have wrote that backwards. Don't quote me on that. It might be 10% for you and 15% for me. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, that's going to be on the way. I'm excited to do some unboxing and some uh, some demo videos with that and, uh, and and get those out there for you guys. I think it's, it's a valuable and a smart thing to do. Um, I... I want to do the DIY ones too. They're all, it's all sitting here. And I think that that'll probably be the, the catalyst for me to do the DIY ones too, is going to be like, here are, here are several different ways to store your seed phrase uh, safely. And if you want to go through the, through the, the, the hoops of doing it yourself, or you can just order this and, uh, and be done with it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I think. Uh, from everything I can read, the, it's a quality company and uh, the customer service is good. The products are good. So I'm ha I'm excited to get my hands on them and see. That's going to be stampseed.com. So if you're thinking about buying one, hold off. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll work on getting that that discount code and, um, and get that out to you guys as soon as I have it. <coughs> um, let's see. Saturday morning, uh, we had some awesome weather. We had 
I think Friday and Saturday were absolutely gorgeous here. 60 mid 60s to lower 70s and sunny like can't beat it weather um when we took off into uh full-time RVing, when we when we became nomads uh the the saying in the the full-time RVing community seems to be ch- always chasing 70 and man it is it has got to be probably the most comfortable, comfortable climate for me, at least. And Corey seemed to be pretty happy with it, too. The dogs were even okay. Like 70, mid-60s to mid-70s during the day, sunny, and then down into the, the 40s and the, the mid-40s to mid-50s at night has got to be my ideal um my ideal temperature range because friday and saturday felt absolutely phenomenal just absolutely phenomenal uh yesterday it, it took a dive off and it was rainy and cool uh but right back up into the 60s and sunnies for most of the week uh just in time to switch back to rain this weekend for um <laughs> Right back into the weekend for rain for Corey to get done with work. Mike Homestead says you could sell custom stamped washers with their seed phrase. I've actually thought about that, and you you might say that in jest. You might be like, "Who the fuck is going to give you uh, their seed phrase?" But I uh, I was thinking that uh, man, a twelve word seed phrase. If you could give the op- give the person an opportunity to put in twenty four words or eighteen words or whatever. Um, and not an order, just random. Like they have to be in order and they have to be the right ones. Like I wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth my time or effort unless I knew that there was like five or six Bitcoin in there to go through the motions of uh, extrapolating what the actual seed phrase is. I don't know what that tolerance would be was the was the um was the rub there i don't know where the odds outweigh the the risk i'm not giving anybody partial seed phrases i'll figure out how to stamp it but i figure there there are people out there that would feel that um 24 24 words um <laughs> Twenty-four words, and you 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 pick your twelve. I don't know. Kyle says I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm too busy thinking about hidden immunity idols. <laughs> Where's the best place to look for a hidden immunity idol, Kyle? Out of forty-six seasons or whatever you've seen a survivor, where is the most common place? Is it in a tree? Is it in um? Is it in camp? Like, where? where is your first place you're going to look for that immunity idol? Because <laughs> y'all look like fools just walking around blindly looking for the things. And then I'm like, there there has to be, like, a general set of rules where it's going to be. Because these, these guys randomly uh, stick their hand into a hole in a tree and there there is an immunity idol. <laughs> like, wait, what? Back to back to Survivor. Crypto and Survivor on the Lots Project podcast. Uh, 
Saturday, Saturday, Corey and I took off to Chickasaw State Park again. We have missed, uh, we had missed two weekends, one from the snow and the cold and one for, one for um, the rain and uh, the flooding. The, the trails that we hike there, they are next to a lake. There are some that are going over creeks and streams and uh, it's kind of mushy even when it's dry. So we decided, um, so we decided <laughs> to, uh, we decided to skip it the last two weeks. We made it out there on Saturday, absolutely gorgeous day. We went on a shorter, we didn't go on the five mile hike because a, my, uh, my legs were a little tender from, uh, hiking all over Tim's with Carrie and then, uh, back to back, right, uh, back to hiking at, uh, the state park. So we took the short route. We took the just over three miles and enjoyed a beautiful sunny day walking through the woods. We actually ran into some other people and uh, some dogs, which was something new for us. We hadn't uh, uh, hadn't really encountered many, but many people there at all. And nobody on the trails except one random runner we, we bumped into the one day. But uh, there were more people out at the park, which was uh, encouraging. Well, I would love to have it to myself most of the year. but. Um, it was um it was nice it was nice to see people using it especially since it was free we were kind of confused um being a free park with the beautiful trails that are there why there weren't people there so we'll see we'll see as the summer comes i'm guessing there's going to be some beautiful days where it's busy and then uh, it might get too hot and sticky and yucky for people to want to go too so we will see Really, really enjoy that uh, that hike, and then the the burger after at the wall is always uh, good. Went a little overboard this weekend. I uh, I did good all week with my eating, good ish. Um, I I made it to I not didn't make it. It wasn't a struggle. Uh, I decided to quit drinking at the beginning of the year, actually the end of December. I was like, this is just, I don't need to do this anymore. And so it was going to be kind of like a dry January, but I knew, I knew going through dry January, I know what I feel like when I don't drink. And I knew when I got to the end of January, I'd be like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm, I don't, I'm done. <laughs> it's just how it was going to be. I knew it before I did it. Uh, and, and yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to not drink. It wasn't, um, it wasn't, uh, it was more breaking the, the habit of sitting down and having some beers. Um, <laughs> Pip says this whole not drinking thing is a pain in the ass for real. No, nah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Uh, I, I was sober for a decade, uh, over a decade. And it was, pro it, I felt healthier than I ever did in my life. So there is that. But it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. I didn't go through any any step programs or anything like that. I just basically quit. I had motivation of if I didn't, I was probably going to lose uh, lose Corey. Um, not by her saying it. Um, not by her saying, if you don't quit drinking, I'm leaving. It was more that I saw the writing on the wall that if I continued to do what I was doing and in our young relationship at that point, um, it wasn't going to end well. And so I just decided to quit and it was easy. It was easy. I just said, no, 
Um, I'm not drinking. She continued. She continued to drink. She she offered to quit. Also, I said no. That <laughs> you're doing fine with it. Um, it was. It's my problem. Um, <laughs> and um, so it um, it wasn't bad. And now yeah, I just got. I started drinking again last last year, just um, like, oh, we're on the road. I could use a couple beers in the evening, this and that. And it just, it was, it was not productive anymore. Not that it was productive before, but I didn't need to do it. I didn't need to sit down and, and the beer selection in Tennessee is not the greatest. I, I definitely stayed, shied away from whiskey when I started drinking again. I, I tried that a little bit, uh, getting back into it. I was like, yeah, no. Um, so beer and wine was what it was at. And I was like, nah, nah. So stop that um, through January. And so then last week, I am trying to get away from sugar. Uh, sugar is my other thing. Soda, cookies, candy. Uh, yeah, like diabetic shock, if I could, every day. <coughs> So last week I, I did well until Carrie came <laughs> till Carrie came. It was not Carrie's fault. It was my own fault. Um, I, um, I, we went to the Mexican restaurant and I ordered soda. I knew I shouldn't have, I knew I shouldn't have ordered a soda, had soda with dinner. And then I got something different from dinner and I wasn't quite full and the guy said, hey, hey, do you want some dessert? Corey had some margarita left. Carrie and I and Corey were having a, a discussion. And I was like, yeah, give me a lava cake. So I ate that. Blow the sugar right out of it. Like, let's go from not having it for four or five days to having two huge glasses of Coke and, uh, and a lava cake. <laughs> so then the next day I was like, well, fuck it. I'm already fucked up. So after the hike, we went to get burgers. And lo and behold, on the menu, they had a burger. And instead of the bun, so this is a burger with bacon and cheese. And instead of the bun, it was two waffles, sugar waffles at that. And I said, well, that sounds right up my alley. And it was really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it is enough. I don't think I enjoyed it enough to break. Um, like if I like this week, I should really not eat sugar again and see if I can get through that hump. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it would be enough to break a fast, but it was definitely, uh, the taste was there, the, the taste mix, the savory, the sweet, um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Corey asked, how is it? And I said, it's, it's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I think if I went there and I was, um, and I was trying to be good, I could definitely get a, uh, a pile of meat and cheese and bacon with no bun or even with a bun if I, if I, if I want, but I don't need to get the sugar waffle bun. <laughs> it was good guys. It was good for sure. Um, Pip says, I think Captain Morgan lost some stock this month. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, Kyle says Red Bull's next on the chopping block again for me. I told you how to stop drinking Red Bull and you did for a couple days and then you didn't. And then you didn't have yourself a French press of GSD in the morning. Just one, just one, maybe two. And then you won't have to have Red Bull and it costs a hell of a lot. 
to join or a hell of a lot less to join C4 than it does buy 16 cases of Red Bull every month. Just saying, Kyle. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so we came back from hike and got our new steps installed. We uh we got those early. We got them on Thursday instead of Friday. Uh, and I just put them off. Man, Lippert makes installing those steps really, really easy. Uh, I think it probably took just as long for me to get the old steps off as it did to install the new steps. Basically, you set them in place. You put two screws in. You flip the flip the steps up inside the door frame and adjust the, the locking mechanism. And it holds itself in place. And you put the other eight screws in. Done. I think it took... With some messing around here and there, it took uh, maybe 15 minutes. It's awesome. It's awesome. Brand new steps in. Still going to need a little of adjusting just because of the way we're parked right now. Um, where The way we're parked, we are uh, on a slope. So they're down and out extended about as far as they can go. So it doesn't really give us a real true um, a real true place to set to uh to set them down and secure them. We still have them on blocks a little bit. Uh, so that's making the, the face plate or the base plate a little wonky and from the, the cold and then the wet and, um, and everything. If you've had an RV, the door frames can get kind of out of whack right now. Our door frames are all messed up. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with them, but they're, they're shutting hard. Uh, they're not latching properly, but not all the time, um, intermittently. Uh, sometimes you can close it and it'll, it'll swing shut and, and lock, uh, or not lock, but latch the front door and the back door are doing different things at different times. So I think just everything got out of, out of, out of whack and, um, and trying to make it through it probably made the situation worse. So, while I was working on the door, I was kind of looking at it, trying to figure out what was rubbing, why it wasn't latching, and uh, still haven't gotten an answer. We're basically, basically making it through as best we can. Um, yeah, it is what it is, uh, and that kind of talks into uh, the plan that Corey and I are coming up with. I'll probably end up waiting, putting that off till tomorrow, so I can dive a little bit deeper into that. But Corey and I have been really. Um, discussing what we're doing going forward here. Um, whether we're going to hit the road again, whether we're sticking around here, I've kind of alluded to it. We, we finally sat down and, uh, and talked about it and really talked about some timelines and um, goals and things that we want to achieve before we, we take another step. I guess we've set, we've set the achievements that we want to achieve. So I'm going to leave that for tomorrow so we can actually explore it and have some uh, have some time to look into it. Uh, so look out for that if you want to uh, to join us tomorrow. Um, yesterday, it was raining again. We were kind of stuck um, doing... <laughs> oh! Yesterday, so Corey and I went down to Lowe's 
and uh, and picked up some stuff. She she has been transforming her closet. So this project's been going ongoing for a long time. It tells you about all the SOE bags she has in there. She's kind of transitioned to um, a system where she has all her stuff in bags. <clears throat> Got the shelves out of her room, and she's been hanging them on the walls. Well, the cli- the 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 hooks that have been working fantastic outside for our skirting. They were working okay in in the closet, but I think with some temperature fluctuations, moisture fluctuations, just um, it, they weren't right. And she, some of them were staying put, and some of them were falling off. So she needed a better solution, more permanent solution for that. So I kind of went back and forth on a few different things I was going to do, uh, and we have very little. There are very few stu- studs um, supports in the walls in a slide of a camper. So it's not like I could just affix hooks into the paneling and hold these bags. So I've been going back and forth. I was going to do some like one by fours or one by sixes or pallet pieces and then put the screws into that, secure them into the studs and make like a a rail to, to put that stuff in. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I want moisture behind that, blah, blah, blah. Um, Backwood says there's at least one stud in the camper. <laughs> and so all of a sudden I was like, well, why don't we go and look for garage systems? Um, we can uh, we can look at the, like the the garage rails or maybe grab um, maybe grab some strut if we need to do it ourselves grab some strut and uh, and that type of stuff so we went down to lowe's and lo and behold right there in the garage organization section they had the cobalt uh hook system for a garage and i said hey Corey, these hooks work for you and they were the one hook the plain hooks they looked like they were going to be perfectly great we picked up a bunch of them we brought them home they were easy to install and her hooks are done <laughs> i was so happy well the hooks that she bought are done. She needs to put some, she needs to figure out what else she needs. Uh, but we got the majority of them up and they're going to work great. Uh, they were relatively inexpensive. They were super easy to install. If you're thinking about putting them up, they there's a bunch of different brands, but the Cobalt was the cheapest and it, it actually looked like it was going to work the best for us. So we went with it and it, it was, it, it, I think it's going to work great. So check those out at uh, at Lowe's Home, Home Improvement Centers. I want to roll back up to this comment. Kyle says, uh, uh, good morning, John Palmer, by the way. Um, well, first Canadian farm says that Kyle don't complain how hard it is to quit smoking while Brian's getting off the waffles, cold Turkey guys. I used to love waffles, <laughs> been a long time. Uh, I used to get Belgian waffles as a, as a side at a restaurant, like the Belgian waffle meal. I used to get like a breakfast with eggs and toast and all that. And uh, they'd be like, oh, do you want a toast or a waffle or this or that? I said, well, I want toast. And then bring me an order of Belgian waffles too, not just that little side plate. Uh, the Backwoods Butcher says, I think I'm going to flip the table and have Brian come out for my family visit to the island. Dude, you don't even know. He says that way he can tell me my son was born and play those mental head games. 
Hey, dude, remember when you were at SRF? And Nicole and I took a walk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. We could have some fun with that. Like, if you knew that going in, um, those other people would lose their shit. That, that would be great. That would be great television for sure. That would definitely be great television. I like your style, Kyle. I like your style. <laughs> oh, man. Backwood says, it's a lot easier to swear on your son's life when he's not real. Oh, Jim, Jim recapped the story perfectly. Says, good morning, John. To catch you up, Brian talked about his incontinence, survivor, and bathroom hooks. Actually, they're they're closet hooks, Jim. Give it. Get it right. Get it right. I also talked about Carrie's Jeep and fixing a gas pump, if you were wondering. Pip says, I can see Brian and Kyle having a full code book of this kind of stuff. We don't need a book. We're just on that page. We could We can talk with our eyes. Oh, guys, it's over an hour. I got to wrap up here. I got to get everything done. And uh, then we'll get those dogs on the walk. And uh, man, I'll go see if I can fix it. Go see if I can fix a gas pump if they haven't got it fixed already. And then get back to work on videos. That's uh, that's what today is looking like is recording and editing more videos that has turned into my life and I'm enjoying it. So we'll see. We will see if um, we will see how things go. Uh, Kyle says the sun sure is bright today. Isn't it, Brian? Oh, mm -mm. <laughs> no, Kyle, it's your son. It's looking pretty dim. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, I appreciate you all listening. If you enjoyed the show, it's always free to hit that like share and subscribe to return value for value. Please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers. I wish I could give them away for free to the people I want, not just random people thrown out at my subscriber list. Uh, but anyway, you can also listen on any value for value platform like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Visit thelotsproject.com to find more information or to find all the links to my social medias and all the other things. Guys, it's Monday. It's Monday. Let's uh, let's kick it in the ass. I'm drinking some GSD. I suggest you do the same. We're already in February. We're over one twelfth of the year done. Kick it in the ass today. We will circle back and talk with you all tomorrow. Mm -hmm.